Hello everyone and welcome to podcast by Dr Dad. This is season 2 and on our second episode we are welcoming a very special guest here uh Asta Mahajan who is not only a counselor at DPS Mathura Road for last 15 years uh counseling students in various fields but will also be highlighting the the the, the nitigrities of special education and how it has transformed in the recent years so it's a very sensitive topic and i would like to talk to you about how to make schools more inclusive asta uh, i first of all welcome you to the show thank you dr gorav it's a pleasure to be at this platform discussing a very crucial topic which is need of the hour not not because it is not much talked about i think we have talked on this topic at several platforms by now and a lot of light has already been thrown on this topic yet uh, i feel there is lot more to be done Mm-hmm. in terms of bringing it in practice in school setups college setups in education in general that's right actually uh, i i mean before we even begin this i would like to tell here that asta and uh, myself we have been classmates uh, during our schooling and it's so nice to actually see you after such a long time asta same here god same here <laughs> and and you know uh, when i was thinking of this topic i could think of no one else other than you uh knowing even during the school time how you used to you know counsel us and especially now that you have all the degrees and everything and you know you still uh pursuing that career as a, as a career now which is great which is commendable yeah, i think that is that is how i got my career you know knowing myself uh, and feedback from my peers and others uh, you know on uh, having a personality to reach out to people when they need help mm-hmm. when they need to discuss i think very important skill what i have uh, learned over the years being a counselor is also to be a good listener i don't remember exactly where did i read this but i read something like if you listen then more than you speak 90% of your problems will be solved and uh, so much so true absolutely that brings us to our first question so you had been the counselor since almost 15 to 20 years now and that's a lot of experience you must have seen the scenarios changing if you can throw some light on how it was earlier versus now uh thank you for your question gaurav i think uh, definitely change has come in lot many ways earlier there was hardly any awareness amongst parents teachers on early identification of mel- mental health issues amongst children also there were not many policy in, policies in place and i think thanks to movies like tare zameen par uh, you know released in 2008 when i actually started my career which threw light on such um, issues that children can have such as learning disability in our times do you remember any such case or any such friend who all. must have been diagnosed with such a problem Mm-hmm. So now if if I talk about the scenario it's like five children in every class having dyslexia or been diagnosed with specific learning disability which is quite a number and That's i think true. if we don't take that number in consideration the whole education system will fail That's there'll so be true. many dropouts there'll be many uh, people probably i don't want to get into that uh, sensitive 
issue of uh, teenage suicides where children are just uh, taking that drastic step to avoid failure and fear of failure leading them to more mental health issues so i think this topic is very important to uh, come in the right manner in terms of implementation in the education industry we we have the inclusion policy by cbsc we have all the provisions and rights for special needs but how they are being implemented at schools is something i think we really need to look at so true actually i remember like you said uh, the movie tare zameen pe and it was such an eye awakening for all of us uh, uh, at that time even though i just had completed my medical school so we knew about these conditions but how it was portrayed in the movie and you know how you could relate to some of your friends during your childhood and you know how they were just getting scolded all the time instead of somebody actually you know picking up something that they were doing wrong and you know uh, putting it into a diagnosis and probably a treatment further uh, which uh, which is great now that so much of awareness is there that brings us to our next question asta uh, what all types of diagnosis do you see i mean uh, there's a whole array of things so what are the common scenarios that you see yeah so uh, you know there are in fact now uh, there are increasing cases of sld but alongside there are multiple uh, disorders and issues which have come in place which are really not talked about at the policy making level so there we are having cases of cerebral palsy autism spectrum adhd and many more in fact teenage depression has uh, you know increased so much post covid so all these mental health issues are coming up are being diagnosed also parents are talking about it with schools and schools are definitely at at a stage where they are wanting to know more get trained in terms of dealing these cases uh, you know being being at an inclusive setup it's very very important i just i would just like to also add here that during my days like i was really scared of math Mm-hmm. and the uh, math was a phobia for me and which is very common so i really didn't wanted to pursue it, but i had my family pressure no 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 what will you do without math and yes. there is no career being having cousins and relatives from iim and iitians <laughs> you know that pressure comes in but i by but i was blessed enough to have have or lucky to have a psychology teacher who said no no let me talk to your parent and tell them that there is life beyond math Okay. and that's how i got psychology and it worked for me did that happen uh, i mean uh, i was so unaware even if we are from the same school i was so unaware that i could have you know consulted some uh, counselor there but i remember yes we had a counselor i uh, psychology remember, teacher uh, yes so yes, yeah yes. so she was the only counselor that time my teacher was my counselor there was no separate counselor separate counseling uh, you know was recognized only when i started my career in 2008 when cbsc came with the mandate to have a a special okay, educator and okay. counselor in every school that's that's there uh what's your approach when you suspect someone to have some learning disability or anything else like what's your approach obviously uh, you can't just go and say oh you have that right so what how do you approach towards something like this it's a very sensitive thing right absolutely so we do an informal assessment of the child when mm-hmm. any child is referred to us by a teacher or when parents come to us asking why the child is not performing 
up to mark uh, at school level so we do an informal assessment and we refer to for, refer further for a psychometric professional assessment of the child mm -hmm. but yes uh, non acceptance is a major issue amongst parents parental denial and non acceptance it is for everyone to understand that early identification if left untreated or unintervened can become a larger issue at a larger stage so i definitely emphasize mm -hmm. empathize and encourage the parents to accept attend mm -hmm. and acknowledge their child's problem their child's strength as well as weaknesses so my approach is simple three e's moving from three e's i repeat emphasize empathize and encourage to three a's attend acknowledge and accept their that's, own child that's that's that, that, that's actually very simple and very informative asta um what schools should do to be more friendly i mean uh, schools are doing a lot as it is but uh, what more can they do you know in order for it to be a more friendlier place for everyone like more inclusive place for everyone yeah so schools should definitely sensitize their staff first teachers because teachers are secondary source of learning for every child after their parents parents being the primary source but not just teachers i would say gaurav class 4 employees as well should be trained on how to deal with special needs cases you know there are children who who are who are not well versed with toilet training or have some issues due to their mental health issue so four class members are the ones who are dealing with them taking them to the washroom definitely sensitization is required to that level and then uh, empowering other kids because we have seen I, i personally as a counselor have seen peer mentoring the buddy system which we yes, call yes. works the best for these special needs children so sensitizing our children in general having having uh, them becoming more altruistic in personality instilling altruism in them to come forward volunteer help and support special needs mm -hmm. under one roof is something that can work wonders uh, you know to make the schools more inclusive that's right actually i mean uh, please keep having your uh, tea along with this it'll get uh, yeah. yeah thank so, you so um i mean yeah and this sudden change of plan for our recording we were uh, supposed to meet at a studio somehow we thought we'll just uh, you know have an impromptu recording in a garden here i I hope it works out well for the editing team and I'm sure it will be pretty good and uh, is there any specific story that you would like to share uh, at this podcast like during your career or maybe before that uh in fact gorav i have many stories many mm -hmm. stories not one but yes you know some you you when you're dealing with such cases you also tend to get overwhelmed at various moments mm -hmm. uh you know when you see little little achievements by these children and when you're encourage them uh while uh, achieving short term goals i think it is very overwhelming i've i've had a case so uh, a case where a child was diagnosed with a rare disease called myomyo and mm -hmm. due to which his half side of the body uh, got paralyzed he had he's still having speech issues and uh, though the condition is much better now he he was diagnosed in grade 3 third standard okay. and now he's come to 12th imagine so he's come to 12th and we have seen him his mother his one of the parents who has been so cooperative so supportive uh, you know since childhood she has been coming along with her child to school uh, as as his shadow teacher 
and she sit through every class making notes for him helping him we've given him uh, writers in the board exams and now he's in 12th and it'll it'll be very very overwhelming to see him pass out school mm-hmm. and have a life of his own so <laughs> i think this is something very emotional for us also as counselors when we are dealing with these cases and we see these children flying out though uh, understanding their little struggles their long long journey and struggles at school level where they were not able to relate to anyone they were not able to make friends and they were they were all alone and you coming out of somewhere and doing magic for them so we feel like magicians here you know when then they pass out and they look at us and say ma'am without your support this wouldn't have been possible i think that is the best gift we can have i think have. so true i mean uh, likewise uh, i mean before that i would like to since you mentioned of uh moya moya disease uh basically it's a ve- it's it, it's extremely rare though it's a rare blood vessel uh, vascular disorder uh in which the carotid artery the one you know which goes through your neck in the skull becomes blocked or narrowed reducing the blood flow to your brain tiny blood vessels then develop at the base of the brain but it can actually sometimes lead to stroke or bleeding in the brain and mini stroke i am glad that uh you could be of help or, uh, to that particular student and you know uh, taking him from all those difficulties that he might have been and you know now he must be passing out and i'm sure it must be one of the best gifts you can get in your life uh, because as a doctor we so many times see you know when the patient is really sick and especially in the newborn uh, like i am a pediatrician myself and uh, when we see a newborn having some particular problems and you know uh navigating the baby through the nicus and finally handling handing it over to the parent that feeling the the, uh, the smile on their face i think it just uh, the, you can't compare anything to that so true so uh, uh as i can you throw a little bit light on different diagnoses like like how do you think that where should we move from here on and what are the different diagnoses in this particular Yeah so Gaurav I think the number of diagnoses are is only increasing mm-hmm. with a rapid pace uh, there are lot more uh, problems that has arise post covid lot more medical illnesses ha- are coming up which we are also as teachers counselors not aware of leading to psychological issues medical illnesses leading to psychological issues in children so there is uh, ASD as i already mentioned autistic spectrum ADHD attention deficit specific learning disability and mild to moderate mr also mental retardation then blindness you know i'm surprised but blind number of blind cases blind children or um, vision related sight related issues are coming up more locomotor disabilities epilepsy the uh, teenage depression and uh, with so many increasing medical issues i think health mental health per se should be a priority for all schools so true actually so true um it's tough for parents you know to accept sometimes when he, when they when the child is branded with you know particular diagnosis uh and how do you counsel the parents like of course you're doing your work towards the child but how do you counsel the parents it it, it i'm sure it must be very difficult for the parents to accept certain diagnoses right 
absolutely gorav i truly um, understand parents condition because mm. i uh, over the years the, i've da- dealt with some of uh, some of the parents who've been very tough mm. some parents who've been very cooperative at the same time very accepting but some parents who've been very rigid in their mindsets mm-hmm. so uh, sometimes i i have to control my anger while dealing with parents you know <laughs> seeing uh, how they can not just take the responsibility of their own product mm-hmm. so i i think pre- parents are the primary source of all kinds of learning in life uh, for a child without their acceptance love and support children can't blossom so I, so i think it is tough but uh, we know all the ways as counselors to guide parents i think lack of awareness is one major reason why parents are reluctant to even uh, go for a diagnosis go go for uh, when it comes to health if a child is having cough or fever they'll very quickly immediately take action take the child to a doctor but when it comes to mental health and when they are told that you go for an assessment for a the mental health issue in their child being uh, recognized in school mm-hmm. or noticed in school I-, i think all the parents are still so re- reluctant because of the societal stereotypes mm-hmm. because of lack of awareness uh, societal pressures oh what will people think you know i'm taking my child for this what will be the child's future but i think now you know in our, in today's time when we have all the resources and all the awareness mm-hmm. uh, our our job as teachers educationalists is to is to guide parents well to so take true. take steps early steps so that that problem doesn't become bigger absolutely 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 what are the tips for the parents like what things can they do at home to improvise the learning experience especially i'm talking about the kids with certain learning disabilities or or other formats absolutely gorav i think that is very very important uh, for parents to know that uh, they should not first carry any preconceived notions you know when they are dealing with the child so they should be more aware aware uh, in terms of uh, policies and provisions available for their special child today in today's time give more attention mm-hmm. a lot of mental health issues uh, anyway go neglected because parents uh, don't have that awareness so being more aware uh, is one being more attentive towards your child being more patient is required in especially in cases of special needs children constant encouragement and motivation accepting failures their failures and your failure as a parent also we are not born or you know especially in india in a nation like ours parenting is always uh, coming up very naturally right. it has to be taken up uh, very naturally rather than you be, be get that training to become a parent so true yeah actually, so right? i think it's very important to accept failures it's okay if if you won't be a perfect mother you know for a moment and not get stressed or not get competitive about the fact that oh those parents take so good care of their children why am i not able to do it so avoid comparisons very very important avoiding comparisons celebrating small steps of success of your child setting small goals 
goals limited goals as per their strength of the child mm-hmm. having non violent communication is very very important and when i say non violent communication you know i've seen a lot of times parents communicating with their children uh, using unconsciously using lot of negative terms right that can that can affect the self esteem of the child to a great extent mm-hmm. putting the confidence of the child so low that the child stops uh, communicating in school or in class so i think non violent communication is something we really need to train parents for yes so to that's actually, very important true true and i feel that children only learn through imitation in the initial stages and uh, that's where ch- uh, parents have to be really mindful about you know how they behave at home like they always say first learning comes from home uh asa can you tell us a little bit about occupational therapy and speech therapy these are very uh, commonly used terms especially when it comes to this field uh, i'm sure these are the things that are not included in the school per se and these are the after school programs for the children uh, who need these things so can you tell us a little bit about that a very good question indeed gaurav because i feel there is so much of scarcity of special educators and counselors in our schools uh, with such a large population that we ha- even haven't even recognized the great need of a, an occupational therapist or a speech therapist uh, alongside a special educator to be truly inclusive mm-hmm. but it will come in coming years i i can say i can see rather i can see i have that vision that that need will also come with the increasing amount of diagnosis of and the diverse kind of illnesses that we are facing at school level today i think we don't just need special educators but there is a great demand for occupational therapist and um, speech therapist to work uh, alongside all other uh, in this field professionals in this field especially special educators and counselors i think without teamwork we will not be able to cater to the problems of children today so well so it is it is the need of the hour and i think a lot more children who are thinking of pursuing medicine should yeah. also think about these lines because our nation require more of these professional services so true so true a comprehensive approach will always be appreciated there thank you so much asta for such a educative episode uh, if there's just one take home message for everyone like everyone what would that be well i think in god's eyes we are all the same yet definition of success and failure is different for each one of us when some students struggle to pass some cry to get 100% marks i think we all need to be just more a little more empathetic towards each other understanding each other's definition of success and failure acknowledging accepting each other's strengths and weaknesses that's that's beautifully said asta and uh, that reminds me of something you know i read a couple of months back uh, i'm not sure if it was written by hemingway but it was in that particular post it was written that it was written by hemingway it said we are all broken and probably that's where the lights gets in wonderful uh, yeah and that brings us to the end of our podcast thank you so much asta for coming and such a short notice i hope our uh, listeners have enjoyed uh, the content that you have spoken and uh, probably will use them uh, or, or probably will forward to the person who really needs to hear this out 
so thank you again asta thank you so much it was my pleasure and i will i will definitely want to uh, you know work again because i think this is how this is how we can bring in the change in the mindsets thank you so much asta you're so true at that uh, i hope you have liked today's podcast please log on to www.drdad.in uh, and subscribe to our podcast channel if you haven't already thank you